0: Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. Inbounded to Des Cambridge, launches from backcourt. Oh, he made it. Oh, he yes. made it! He made it! He made it! Cambridge.
1: Knocks down a three from backcourt, and the Sun Devils have won it. The Sun Devils have won it on a desperation three-pointer from Dez Cambridge. Now Dave's got it. 145 to play.
0: Bump tries, runs it up. Yes! 70! 71 for Damian Lillard. Oh, man, I got goosebumps, I got chills, I'm seeing history. Dame is the eighth player in NBA history to score 70 or more. Four seconds to go. Trey, tricky dribbles, drives, fates, fires, at the buzzer, it hits, and the Hawks win! The Hawks win! The Atlanta Hawks have won! Trey Young gets the basket from the foul line, and
1: the Hawks win! 129-127! to 127. Nicholas first pitch swinging fly ball deep left field Shaw back to the wall leaps and did he get it no it's gone it's a home run
0: Jackson Nicholas two-run homer the pitch popped up right feet Avery Hodge called off by Jada Coleman who makes the catch when column Sooners game over there's no doubt who the number one team is in college softball after today Final score, Oklahoma 14, UCLA nothing.
1: (laughs) Hour two, Monday morning, Feb 27. It's not a leap year, TJ. Tomorrow's the last day of February. Toby and TJ with you. Uh, This show brought to you every day by Riverwind. We do want to let you know as you're waking up and Assessing what damage you may have this morning from the storms last night. Keep our friends at Brown O'Haver in mind. If they can help you, the number over there, 405-735-5510. Sooner men win in Ames, 61-50. Sooner women fall to Texas did not play well Saturday. Had a huge crowd there, too. 67-45. 67-45. Texas moves into first place by a game, but they swept OU. So, in all essence, two games with two games to go. A tough loss that one. I saw um, Jenny Baranchek after the game on the TV broadcast with Chad doing the postgame interview, and you could tell they were taking that one hard. They just, they just did not play well. They Texas has beat them twice by 20 points both times. Just not a good matchup, apparently. OU Baseball takes two of three from Ryder. They're back to 500. we We'll talk baseball in a bit. And a dominant weekend for Patty Gasso's number two-ranked, soon-to-be again number one OU softball team. They go 5-0 and in Palm Springs. They got them all in. Remember at the beginning of the weekend, TJ, Chris was worried about the weather out there? Right. And yes. it, it wasn't great, but they got them all in and an exclamation point on Sunday with a 14 nothing run rule win of number one, soon to be not number one, UCLA. All right, Teach, tell me about your weekend. I can't wait. Let me get my popcorn. It
2: Here was a very, very... I, I had been telling you all week last week, very boring night, nothing going on. Uh, Very packed weekend, very busy weekend. Started off Friday uh, evening at late afternoon with a visit to our accountant. That did not go the way that we wanted it to. Oh, my. <sighs> Are you guys being audited by uh, Uncle no, Sam? No, audit. no audit. It okay. just things did not go our way. You were and,
1: hoping for a big return with your I, tax check i don't h- hope and for a return at this point check.
2: i hope to not write a check and that was yeah. not the case so no. uh so that was our uh, friday night and uh, that hurt a little bit that stinks um, <laughs> what a way to start your weekend <laughs> right thanks a lot cpa uh, but saturday i was at girls volleyball most of the day off, did you tell your uh, accountant you can ride off your boat
1: cuz you talk about it a lot on the radio huh. it's a work expense boy i do need to look into that
2: i yeah. do need the to the whole look into i that. think the
1: whole lake house boat everything out there you talk about it enough that it's all a write off i'm pretty <laughs> sure that's the <laughs> I case w- i wish that were the case all the gas you spend going back and forth to the lake i'm sure that's i'm pretty sure that's all the case i wish i wish
2: but yeah, yeah no i was living your world on saturday i was up here at the station for a while and then i uh, left from here and then we went straight to volleyball we were at uh, a volleyball oh, for right. I don't know, five straight hours, five, six straight hours. I don't know yeah. what it was. Who uh, was that
1: volleyball that you were watching?
2: So, uh, well, the little uh, the girl that I gave the shout-out to last week, McKenna. It was her team. Um, How the, old? They are 13U. Okay. All right. so, Do you know
1: the name of her team? Is she play for Premier?
2: Oklahoma Peak. They knocked out Peak? Premier in the yeah. championship. So, Peak's a big-time club. Um, that was my first experience with it. What would you think of the volleyball world, the club volleyball well, world? Well, I walked into uh, the Premier Plex or whatever it's called uh, here in Norman, and I immediately said, I should have brought some ibuprofen. <laughs> That's a lot, it was That's a lot loud. of loud. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> it's loud. Um, lots of whistles, lots then, of bouncing balls, lots of screaming. I walked through chanting. the uh, entryway in the back, you know, and got my hand stamped, paid my entry, and walked through the uh, door and then thought, oh, my goodness, what is this? Court after court after court after court after court of whistles and screaming and dancing and uh, people acting like their bowling ball pins falling uh, over. And I was like, what is going on here? So it was a learning experience.
1: Uh Did you see good adult behavior?
2: For the most part, yes. Like, I was looking around waiting to see like some angry dad or mom or angry coach, and there may have been some of that. There were so many games going on that it could have been three or four courts over. Maybe. I just didn't see it. But the areas around us, I never saw anything, really. The biggest problem we had was um, they lined those seats up along the nets where the nets divide the courts, and so the seats are back-to-back at the net, and this lady watching the game behind us, was really um, active and kept slamming her chair into Katie and like knocking Katie around and she arrested her? She was really close, I think, to going over uh, there and uh <laughs> going Officer Perry on her. And then she started getting louder. I don't know. I just wish this lady would quit knocking into me. <laughs> A little passive aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. So, she also uh, had this uh, smooth move of vaping and then blowing it into her sweatshirt as if no one noticed, you know. Like Oh, come on, lady. <laughs> the lady, not Katie, the la- the other lady. Oh, um,
1: sweatshirt vaping. Come on. Anyway,
2: you have talked in the past about the rotations and everything. Yeah. You I it mean, out? I knew how points were scored. When the ball hit the ground, I knew I knew how that worked. Other than that, I have no clue how these girls knew what they were doing, what was going on, the whole running over and then holding your hands up in the air together until the other girl that was from a previous game that (laughs) she's working the sidelines and she's (laughs) whistling somebody in. And I'm like, wait a minute, she just came in. How did she know to immediately go out after that point to to rotate with her? Like, I kept watching trying to figure it out. I have no clue what was going on. None. Thank you. None. Thank you. Whatsoever. Thank Um, you. And I've been doing it for three years now. I still have no clue. The
1: My daughter understands it like it's 2 plus 2. Yes. Not great at math in school, but still understands volleyball <laughs> rotation like it's 2 plus 2. I was very good at math, and I cannot figure it out. And I've been at practices where I watch the coach explain to them what's going on. And I'm sitting there and I'm studying. I still can't get it. It's amazing. It's stupid. I don't think volleyball should be that way. But that's an argument. Well, for there were times comment.
2: like what I couldn't figure out. I was like, okay, right, they've had this group in there for quite some time and haven't rotated. And then suddenly they would rotate like this girl for this girl after one point. And then this girl for this girl. And now rotate this one. And I was like. Why were they all in there for this extended a period of time? But now you're just flipping one girl after another, and I know it's the probably rules. The libero's running
1: in on and off the court whenever she wants, willy nilly. Yes, yeah, anybody. that that girl doesn't have yeah. to do the hands in the no, air. Let's no make rules a little, for the Let's libero. make a little
2: peek of a roof. I don't know. Like, do they have to? All of them do that, or is that just this yes. team? Okay, no, they all do like, that. Like, why do they have to do it like that? Like, so that everyone sees the hands up like in the, the air. It's like the official way to
0: check
1: into a volleyball <laughs> game. I don't know.
0: <laughs>
2: I don't know. I think
1: in volleyball it would be so much easier and so much better if you just put your six best players on the court, and just like in baseball, you got your bigs up front, you got your littles in the back, or your defensive specialists, right? And just go play. You can rotate the serve just like you rotate a baseball batting order. You know, keep track of who's next to serve, but knock off all this rotating stuff. Just put your best players where they go on the court and play. But I can't convince the volleyball higher-ups to do that. They keep this rotating thing going on, And have, I guess, since the invention of the sport, to be fair.
2: Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, we got to see a championship, though. Uh, McKinnon and her team won the, the, Sweet. the championship. We so. got some medals. Uh, they got some medals. Never no, dropped Peak, a set the entire time we were there. Peak is a big-time club. That's so, one of the best in town. Um, you know? They beat a team that the coach wore a cape. That That was what? like... She had a she had a big purple cape on uh that said let's go on the back. It reminded me of Chris Plank. It was like a bunch of O's. Let's go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it was a world that I had never experienced before. And uh so
1: Premier is a very nice complex. We were just there
2: last weekend. Yes. I think it has is it six or eight courts in there? I think there were eight. Eight, there were eight courts this okay. past weekend, yeah. Okay, and it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Now,
1: at the beginning and the end of the year, the very first and the very last tournaments, at least for us, are at the Bennett Event Center in, in, at the State Fairgrounds. Oh, wow. And, and that's just one of the two buildings they use at the Fairgrounds, by the way. But in that building alone, one, two, three... Uh, I, there's probably 40 courts 30 to 40 i'd say courts somebody might know the exact number out there all go on at once it's astonishing and loud
2: yeah it's crazy yeah, now that you're saying that i remember you mentioning it last year and how busy it was and how many trying to get a, through to different courts and you got in trouble <laughs> for something yeah well, the referee. I,
1: I, the referee. There was a rotation ruling he made. That's and what it in was. my effort to That's understand what, rotations. What
2: you asked him on the way out. I asked there. him
1: after the game. Hey, can you explain to me the rotation ruling? And he thought I was being like, you know, argumentative, and so he, like, go talk to your coach. No approaching the refs. And I was like, oh, okay, sorry. That's. I thought maybe, you know, <laughs> as a local celebrity, I could get you to explain to me. I know Mike Steely. Maybe that would help.
2: Right, right. Now there was at one point um, the parents of the team we were watching, obviously much more knowledgeable than me, and they were all talking with each other. They're like, "Ah, "This is the team that cheats with their rotations. We got to watch them. You watch this, uh, and I'll watch this because they cheat. We got to watch them." And I'm like, "How do you know what any of them are doing?" So, uh, what a world! What a world, man! That that was my Saturday. That was my Saturday. Then we left with the champions and. Wouldn't had some hidalgos, so I understood that. Nice, I a little celebratory uh, hidalgos, <laughs> the celebration dinner. I knew uh, enchiladas and rice. I knew that. You know that. Rotate rotation. that in. Rotate <laughs> me in some more chips and salsa, please. Uh, that's
1: good. And then you went to baseball, and they won, and you're a winner that's, too, I was, baby. I was
2: winner all through the weekend, except for my. Did you see me accountant. yelling at you
1: there? You kind of blew me off yesterday, to be honest. I waved at you.
2: I yelled out the window, TJ. Oh, I couldn't hear T-J! you, TJ. I- the wind was so loud, I couldn't hear you yelling. I saw you waving. Yeah, and we waved back. I'm waving and I'm yelling, and you kind of gave me the,
1: eh.
2: And you didn't, you, uh, everybody else over there was waving back at me, and you were like. Eh. I, I waved back, and then I looked down at Bronx and said, hey, Toby's waving at you. You're and you, like, you, you went back in the window, and then you came back out, and then Bronx the waved The impression at you. I got is that I was embarrassing you, and so not I went back I didn't, in the not I couldn't even tell you that you were yelling my name. I couldn't hear you from that distance, so I saw you my waving, and I waved back. My
1: feelings were hurt at the time. Well, what I was did, I supposed I think, to do? I
2: mean, be a little more excited to see your best well, friend. Go Forrest Gump on my wave? and <laughs> Yes! <big smile. laughs> I waved back. <laughs> Thank you for bringing uh, Bronx over. By. If you could hold him uh, by up the way, a little longer. By the way, uh, my back uh, hurt after that, and I'm like, yeah, I'm done lifting you into the window. <laughs> like, you're too big now. How many foul balls yesterday? Uh, you know? He ended up with three yesterday. Three. and Man, One of them he read perfectly. We talked about it on the
1: radio. He's standing in the walkway, like right in front of the escape tunnel there. And a guy fouls it over the stand, right up the tunnel. And back. Like he's off the bat, he saw it. Yes. Right up the tunnel. Then, like five to 10 seconds later, here comes like 20 kids. And I'm like, you guys got no chance. Bronx was up the tunnel 10 seconds ago. He's a master. Even man.
2: when he was sitting up on the concourse on that top step, he got two by going down the stairs. He beat the kids through the tunnel. And I said, there's no way he beats them. Both times he came back with it. He, he knows exactly where they're going, where they're going to land, how they come off the, the ticket booth if they hit that or whatever. He had one that went off the third base side yesterday, and he was convinced that the security guard had picked it up and uh, took it. And he goes, I know where that ball went, and it was not there, and there was no one over there. Except for the security guy. And he's, like, texting me, will you come over here? I'm like, I'm not coming over there.
1: <laughs> My other favorite thing is we'll, uh, every, you know, once every five or ten games, we'll go to a commercial break, and then all of a sudden just a hand will appear in front of me in the window, waving two fingers back and forth. And I know it's Cal, and he's got some information to relay to me. <laughs> So I I lean out the window and I look down and sure enough Cal I think he was letting me know that the upper concourse was all wet from the humidity yesterday. Slick, yeah. But anytime we go to commercial break and all of a sudden a hand pops
2: up in front of me, I'm like, Well, there's Cal. He's got some information. He does notify people with the two finger wave. Like even if you're like five feet from him, he'll he'll TJ and he'll wave the two fingers. Toby said this. All right, thanks. Thanks, Cal. Every once in a while, I hear him say that, by the
1: way. If we don't have a very big crowd, I'll say, like, uh, it's over. Softball wins 14 nothing, And then I'll take a breath, and I'll hear Cal say, Toby says softball just won
0: 14 <laughs> nothing."
2: That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what a jacket oh, he had Mitchell yesterday. That big 8 jacket. Big that was big awesome. Time. Yeah. yeah. Big. I got a
1: uh, free Berm Bums t-shirt, the newest model. From uh, Johnny Baseball yesterday as well. Look at you. He, uh, Look at waited you! waited around for me after the game. Honorary member of the Burn Bums. I will wear it with great pride. Seven we'll be back. Look at
0: them yo That's the way you do it. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
2: Toby and TJ back with you. T Row in the morning show. Hero in the morning show always brought to you by the Riverwind Casino. Okay, season number 1 gaming destination Riverwind Casino, simply the best, the one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Showplace Theater, kicking back off with a concert, summer of 2023. So, uh keep your eye out for That's all those dates. That's this summer. That's all this summer. So, they are back finally. Renovation still going on, looking great over there. So, need some fun? Need some relaxation? Riverwind Casino. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, let's see here. Okay, guys, two subjects. Uh oh. Right, One OU has a Texas problem. No OU team has beaten UT in any sport since the Softball World Series. That's right. Two. Is the lack of production on ESPN? I think this is our guy. I think this is our okay. guy from Twitter. Uh, is the lack of production on ESPN Plus baseball games a money issue, lack of equipment issue, lack of people, all of the above, none of the above? Thanks, Bobby NBA. I believe that's uh, yeah, Bobby. Who, I Bobby who McKay. I think on yes.
1: the Twitter. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to put your mind at ease, Bobby. Oh, uh, you will, as always, be doing full production baseball and softball broadcasts uh, this year. If you remember before this year, there were many of these early season uh, baseball games that were not televised at all. Or a lot of times when that was the case, it would just be streaming on .tv with our radio broadcast over it, the Riders and Cal Baptists of the world. Uh, Same thing this year, ESPN Plus agrees to carry full production X number of baseball broadcasts. But they, you know, they picked the biggest games. So TCU, all the Big 12 games, Stanford, you know, all the biggies are going to be full ESPN Plus broadcasts. There's going to be a ton of them. Don't worry. But these early season games against the lesser opponents, not. So what we did was ESPN Plus did agree to carry the streaming broadcasts of them. So, just like we've done in the past, radio broadcast over the cameras in the stadium, plopped on ESPN Plus so that you can watch it. Not a full production, don't have a truck, don't have directors and producers and graphics and all that kind of stuff. They're scattered to the four ends of the earth. Uh, they're with basketball teams and golf teams and gymnastics teams and all that kind of stuff. Um, The reason you saw full production on, for example, I think he gave – tcu and florida state is because that's a big time game that's a big time series so tcu and florida state had a full production uh broadcast on espn plus this weekend for that and if we were playing florida state so would we but i i asked about unlv i don't know their next two midweek home games are unlv to see whether those are pass-throughs which is the streaming broadcast that we've been doing or if they're full productions where we bring in george frazier and chad mckee and the a crew I haven't heard back, but I know for sure that the TCU series after that, which is the Big 12 openers, will be full productions, and pretty much every home game after that will be full production broadcast. So you'll get your replays. You'll get all your cameras. You'll get the A-team on talent. You'll get all that stuff that that you're desperately wanting. So I, I appreciate you listening and watching, and I'm sorry they didn't have the replays, but that's the reason why. Um, did that make sense, TJ? Do you have any follow-up questions to that that I could no help Bobby with? No follow-up. Okay. I
2: think that made sense. So, yeah.
1: I think uh, this weekend, uh, I don't know that UTA is on at all. But the Frisco Classic will be D1 Baseball, I believe. I think you have to have the D1Baseball.com streaming service to watch the Frisco Classic this weekend on the road. So, yes, Bobby. Full production broadcast coming. As soon as I hear about the UNLV midweek games next week, I'll let you know. My guess is those will be the same as what you've seen so far, but I don't know for sure.
2: Uh, Toby, any idea when the new softball polls come out? No,
1: I don't know. We do a podcast here, though. I bet Tyler McComas would know. I don't know how often polls come out. Tyler,
2: text me if you're up listening. Uh, Rome and Shawnee says hey Toby a couple of baseball questions all right just curious how come we did not uh, see hit on the mound this weekend and also if we can get uh, go take care of business at Arlington and then go take three of two of three at Frisco does that start to set up nicely starting conference play
1: Jamie hit did pitch this weekend he pitched on Friday, Friday right yeah in relief and it went so so. I asked Skip about him yesterday. He said um, he thought he was a little rushed and a little, you know, first appearance nerves a little bit and wasn't as sharp as he will be. Um, the re- If the question is why didn't he start, I think it's because he missed a little time with the tendonitis, a couple of weeks, so just kind of building the arm back up into a starting role and you know you gotta gotta have an opening there so the karsten and Douthit pitched really well on saturday sunday so we'll see i i think you'll see jamie again you know if not wednesday certainly this weekend in some capacity what was the second part of the question
2: uh if we take care of business in arlington then go take two of three in frisco does that start to set up nicely starting conference play yes obviously
1: well, let's take a break and talk some baseball when we come <laughs> back. How about that? Uh, you were out there at the ballpark. At least Sunday. Were you out there other than Sunday? Sunday was the only
2: one I was uh, yeah. made with the volleyball and the tax man. So, yeah.
1: Um, maybe some encouraging things start to uh, starting to emerge for OU baseball. We'll talk about it next. Back after this.
0: No corner you could squeeze me. But I got all the time for you, love. Space the Ref Radio <laughs> Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Ah, ah, right ah, side, that's a pace hit! here comes
1: Harris he'll score Powell into second base with an RBI double
0: hold fair
1: down the third baseline this time Carmichael into third he's getting the windmill here comes Carmichael to the plate he's safe Caden Powell freshman out of Clinton Oklahoma making his sooner debut yesterday and it was a big one he had two RBI doubles they scored the first two runs of the game in a Sooner 11-1 to victory over Ryder. Um, All right, Teach. what do we think about baseball? Four and four, eight games into the year. Give me your thoughts.
2: Wish the record was a little better. Was hoping for the sweep this weekend. So Friday's start was, um, you know, dropping that game was disappointing. But bounced back nicely on Saturday and Sunday, and I thought played really well. And you mentioned both the guys on Saturday and Sunday. uh, Douthat and uh, Carson pitched very well, and I thought, much better than the previous weekend, so that was a that was good to see. Um, this team, Anthony McKenzie, Bryce Madron, Dakota Harris, a bunch of the new guys have played extremely well early on, especially uh, McKenzie, who is he's impossible to get out right now. Yeah. Um, their problem has been a little bit with the names we knew. Yeah, Spikerman, uh, Jackson Nicholas, uh, Kendall Pettis. uh, Some of those guys just were having trouble getting uh, getting going. And hopefully yesterday was a spark for some of those. Pettis drew three walks, was kind of got feisty at the one point. I thought he was going to uh, fight (laughs) both the catcher and the pitcher and maybe the umpire at one point yesterday. Um, But Spikerman getting the hit, getting a couple of RBIs. Jackson Nicholas, uh, a couple of big hits in the home run, drove in some runs. That's what you hope sparked yesterday, and if those guys get going and those other guys continue to to play and hit the way that they will, this thing will come together nicely. It's been the returning guys that have been the struggle uh, this season, I think, for the offense. So, I thought you saw good signs both pitching and at the plate this weekend, and hopefully they can carry that through against UTA is what, what I took out of this weekend. Like I said, you would have you liked feel, to have this So had you feel sweep. okay? I feel okay. I, I okay. You know, there's a couple of games that they've dropped that I'm like, they, they shouldn't be losing those games. Sure. Um, but so I feel okay. Yeah, I mean, that's the right word. So yeah, I mean, the the texture last segment said you win against UTA and then you take two of three next weekend. That would be great. S- that's setting things up nicely. I think so. I think that would be a, a very good week if they can do that this week.
1: A three out of four week would be would be really good. This absolutely. week. absolutely, absolutely. Um because Cal's off to a great start. Mississippi State's Mississippi State. They won the national championship two years ago. Ohio State off to a little bit of a slow start, but a good squad. I agree with you. I think that, um, you know, I feel like they're off to a slow start offensively. Yes. Yes.
2: But they're third in the Big Twelve in hitting. Um, well, on, I think that's at, one guy hit nine hundred for you helps bring. Your yeah, you're up. right.
1: I'm looking at I'm looking at last year's stats. I don't know why I pulled this up. I think they were fourth going into yesterday, so it's probably right though. They're probably right around third. I'm not sure why it brought up last year's stats. I'll will try that again. Um, let me see what OU stats are here. Yeah, McKenzie's hitting five forty-eight. Carmichael has been very impressive. 321, couple of triples. He's catching the snot out of the ball. I could not be more impressed with Easton Carmichael.
2: Yeah, and has anyone else caught at all? No. That's what I was thinking yesterday. I was like, man, they got to find a little bit of rest for him, but he's not acted like that. shown any signs through the first two weeks.
1: He is going to be a prospect.
2: Yes, absolutely. You can already see that early on
1: he's he's got pretty good size for a catcher he's like six one six two uh he's gonna get bigger and stronger he's just a, he's just a puppy and he plays the game with passion pretty good hitter um you can see why they like him Harris is hitting 313 Driv- he's driving in runs and you accurately said the uh the guys that are off to a slow start are the guys that we we know we're gonna hit. Like you're not I'm not I'm not really worried about Spikerman and Nicholas and Pettis. I mean no, they're gonna hit.
2: I, I think they're gonna get going, absolutely. Now Jackson just he got going yesterday, so mm-hmm. he,
1: he may rip the cover off the ball for the next week. You know how streaky he can be. Uh, did you hear the pregame interview with uh Reggie yesterday at all? I asked him about Spikerman.
2: Oh and, yes, yeah, it's cause Sinatra was playing in the background. I did hear right. that, yes, yes.
1: And he was very defensive of him. He's like, listen, this guy's one of the most dynamic athletes in America. Don't worry about John Spikerman. He's going to be fine. And he is. He's going to be fine. So I think after eight games, I feel better about the lineup than I thought I would. Because they were missing so much from a year ago. I didn't really know coming into this season, you know, Peyton Graham and Jimmy Crooks, Blake Robertson, and Tanner Treadaway, they lost a lot. And I don't know that they've equally replaced those guys. But I'm impressed with what they've brought in. Anthony McKenzie, Dakota Harris, Easton Carmichael, Bryce Madgren's not really got it going yet, but he's drawn 15 he's drawn, walks. He's drawn
2: walks like crazy, yeah. He's
1: going to he's going to hit home runs when the weather
2: warms up, too
1: haven't really seen Rocco Garza-Gongora get going yet, and I know they love him. So I'm a little more impressed with the lineup than I thought I would be. And the arms, I think it's exactly what I thought. It's just going to take some time. It's pretty encouraging things this weekend. Carson Pierce looked great in relief on Saturday. He's a guy. Braxton Douthit looked really that that slider was a snap off the table slider he was throwing yesterday he's gonna be a guy for them uh Jamie hit not back in yet Kel Davis we know what he's about um the 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 gray Thomas kid that pitched in relief down at Arlington is a dude just gonna have to figure out how to wrangle it in mm-hmm. so it's gonna take some time on the mound again my broken record here One, to figure out who fits where, and two, for Skip to kind of work his magic on some of these guys, I think. But I'm not telling you this is a College World Series team. I do think, based on eight games, it's an NCAA tournament team.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. And if you get in,
1: you never know, and last year's evidence of that. So
2: now... It
1: would be nice to win three out of four and get some momentum going into, I mean, they got, after that, they've got UNLV for two, who's a pretty good club, and they go to Houston for three, who's a pretty good club, and then you got conference play right around the corner after that. So, I mean, it's about to get more serious. It's not ideal. With the teams you've played so far, you'd love to be 6-2 and two or 7-1. and one. Um, But. I don't know. I think Saturday and Sunday were much needed, non stressful victories. Seven to two and eleven to one, and everybody's feeling a little better about things. Certainly Jackson Nicholas is feeling a little better about things for sure. So All right, what else? What else do we need to say? Anything else? Um, we, have we covered baseball?
2: I think we've covered it for the most part. I would say one guy you needs to find some consistency is Carter Campbell. He's been really good or off? um it's like every other time he's been in there so but i i think i I trust him i think he'll get it going as well so
1: so here's what'll be interesting with him because if you remember last year they used him as a lefty specialist he was their guy they would bring in to get a left-hander out Mm -hmm. and i think they're perfectly fine using him that way again but hoping maybe he can be more of a you know, get a full inning or two out of the guy because uh, yeah. he's a vet maybe even like a closer perhaps right so they're using him a little longer this year so far i'll tell you who's looked really good is jet lotus he has he has yeah uconn kids looked really good early on uh colton sunloff looked really good for an inning on friday night they got a bunch they got a bunch of guys down there i'm i can't wait to see the Six-foot-nine lefty again. I thought Julian Hackham in his one appearance was uh, pretty impressive. I know he gave up a couple of runs, but you could tell he's got a bright future. I still think Aaron Calhoun's going to be really good for him. So, I don't know. We'll see. 7.46 in the morning. Next up for them, by the way, Wednesday night in Arlington, 6.30 at UTA against their uh, buddy Clay Van Hook, who is now the head coach of the Mavericks. We'll be back we mm-hmm.
0: you miss one of our shows don't beat yourself up because we've made it easy for you to beat that ref army fomo catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the ref podcast page just go to kref.com and click on the podcast page or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for kref the home of suitor fans here for you 24 7 365 at the krf podcast page
2: WTJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show brought to you every day by Riverwind Casino, OKC's number one gaming destination. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Do you have $30 a month to uh, pay a month to watch OU women's softball? Good grief. Are they not good enough to be on ESPN? What the crap is Flow Sports? Come on, What the crap is it?
1: Flow Sports (laughs) is a company that uh goes around and buys up early season games that aren't being broadcast otherwise in mostly diamond sports it's not all that like they do some i kind of know their start their, with
2: wrestling uh, wrestling way yeah way back yeah i think there's you know there's
1: things like field hockey and lacrosse and, and some other stuff on there but Games that aren't otherwise going to be broadcast or some of these early season tournaments and classic where they can go in there and offer some money and and then they broadcast them and then they charge you a fee to watch them. And that's what they are. Um, my opinion is they do terrible broadcasts. The uh, production quality on them for the price you're paying is awful. So I... Uh, have it because I want to be able to see these early games, but need to. But I'm not happy when a game's on Flow Sports because it's usually not a good broadcast. Not the, some, the announcers, some of the announcers they hire are fine, but the production quality is often not great at all. So that's what it is, though. That's what it is. It's not like I know everybody wants to blame everything on ESPN, but um. They don't have the rights to everything. Like, they have all of OU's home rights, and they have the home rights of a bunch of schools out there, a lot of schools out there. But these neutral site things is a lot of times what Flow Sports goes and buys up because nobody has those rights. They're up for bid. And Flow Sports swoops in and says, we'll pay for these. And ESPN's like, I'm not paying for anything. We're ESPN. And so that's why Flow gets them.
2: Mm Mm-hmm or D1
1: baseball which has gotten into the game now
2: uh Toby how was your drive from Des Moines to Ames that was from Camo Sooner it was fantastic
1: I did go knuckle deep in some ranch I need to tell you about this because uh Kev said he's gonna call in and wrap me out and I was like I'm perfectly happy to wrap myself out so um how much time do I have here I got three or four minutes you know we, we we Got my food uh, food after the game, and I had ordered some uh, uh, boneless buffalo wings. Now, when given my druthers, TJ, I, like you, I assume, agree, bone-in wings are the way to go. I prefer bone-in wings to boneless wings. However, I knew the situation. I was going to be on a bus was going to be cramped. I'm going to have a backpack in my lap. It's not an ideal eating situation. And not on some wings could be messy and difficult. And so I was like, you know, it would be a lot easier if I just got boneless wings. I could stab them with a fork, put them in my mouth. So that's why I went boneless. So I'm, I get my wings, but there's no fork with them. Kevin Henry got the final fork with whatever he ordered. Because we're the last two on the bus, they're always waiting on the radio, guys. Team's on the bus, ready to go. They're waiting on me and Kev. We run on, we sit down, we get our food. Kev gets the last fork. I got no fork, which is fine. I'm. We won the game, Teach. I don't care. I'll pick up my wings with my fingers and lick off my fingers. I'm happy, okay? <laughs> but my boneless buffalo wings came with a little little uh, what do you call the uh, ramekin of ranch and Ooh, Mr. Uh, fancy. Uh, so Lightly dipping. That's a plastic thing. I'm lightly just (laughs) dabbing my boneless wings in the ranch, and I dropped one. I dropped it right in the ranch. This is probably like the fourth wing I've had, so it's still fairly full, my little ranch is. I'm not telling you this is healthy, folks, okay? I'm just telling you this is what I ate after the game, my little ranch. (laughs) And I dropped it in, and I was like, forget that. We won the game. I'm going in after this thing. So I, I can lick off my fingers. So I went in after it, couldn't get it, but when I pulled my fingers out, they were covered knuckle-deep in ranch dressing. <laughs> and everybody around is looking, like Kevin and Darren sloth. Smith and all the, you know, everybody's sitting around me, players and coaches, and everybody's laughing at me. I'm licking my finger, ranch off my fingers. Because we're all in a good mood because they won the game, Teach. And – Kevin says, I'm calling in about this on Monday. I'm calling in about this. I'm telling him you're a knuckle deep in the ranch. I was like, oh, "I'll tell him I was knuckle deep in the ranch.
2: I don't care. <laughs> oh, I got barbecue sauce all over my face too. What's it matter? <laughs> yeah, we won. We won.
1: <laughs> so that was a good chunk of the ride from the uh from Ames to Des Moines. It was a happy bus. You know, I had already had the Leeds game spoiled for me, so I think I was watching uh OU baseball and OU women's basketballs going back and forth because they were playing Texas, and baseball was underway. So I was watching a little of that. It was a good, it was in a good mood. It was a great flight home. Saturday was a great day. I was home by five thirty from Ames, Iowa. teach I was home for dinner.
2: Eleven a.m. games in Ames are the way to go. That was uh. Some people were surprised. I remember who I was talking to that day. Like Porter was at his uh, son's game Saturday evening. I go, yeah, that was an early game, so they get back pretty quick. So, yeah, I remember who that was? Flying I was talking charters.
1: To. You know, these college athletes have it rough. TJ have it rough. Uh, all right, the baseball players are yelling at me right now. We don't fly charter. Yeah, I'm sorry. Football and basketball, <laughs> they got it nice. Eight o'clock, we'll be back.